Thank you for being a listener of the We Are LA Tech podcast. To support and collaborate with the community, become an MVL Most Valuable Listener. You'll have ad-free episodes and join us on our monthly Zoom calls with other podcast listeners and get to know the community at wearelatech.love. Linked in the show notes. Welcome to the weekly We Are LA Tech Remix episode. I'm Alex Bloomberg, host of the podcast Startup, and you're listening to We Are LA Tech. My name is Esprit Devora, born and raised LA, and I created We Are LA Tech in 2012 to unify the community. Podcast launched in 2014, continuing to help people find the best talent, to connect with each other, to form awesome relationships. So proud of this show. Enjoy. Hey, this is Morgan Williams. I work at Persephone as a senior data engineer. We do carbon management accounting platform, helping companies measure their impact and improve it. I'm in Santa Monica. Yeah, hey, so I'm Morgan. Um, I work in programming. Uh, I work as a data engineer, mostly in Python, some Golang. Um, I'm a little bit of a noob there, so I'm always excited to learn more about that. And the company I work for is Persephone with an F. We do carbon management accounting software, so pretty much accounting, but for sustainability in the environment and helping companies figure out how they can improve that. And who is your target customer? The primary customer for us is the sort of like VP of uh, environment and sustainability and things like that. And then they may bring people on to to help with that, but um, pretty much the the person looking over accounting that for their company. <laughs> so I'll say the the VP of uh, environment. And you just recently moved to Los Angeles. What brought you to Los Angeles and where did you come from? Uh, the, other yeah. than your mom, of course. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I moved here two months ago um, and I moved here from New Jersey. Uh, I moved to Hoboken five years ago for work and I moved here because I can. I'm fully remote now. My company's in Arizona. But uh, I drove my car from New Jersey to here uh, at the end of December. And I moved here because I just really like the energy. Obviously, it's winter and it's nicer here. But I just wanted to get out, be active more. Like every weekend, I play volleyball. And I actually played that all the time in high school and college. That was like my number one sport. So it's kind of the perfect place for that. Volleyball, yes. But like why LA and not Austin or something? Because I'm sure Austin has volleyball. So like why? That's or Miami, true. I, and and I mean, like too. I said, I, grew, I started playing volleyball at Sand Courts in Colorado. So, you know, you can find it anywhere, like anything. I think it's just the overall like atmosphere. Um, and, and there's fit people everywhere and fitness and, and people who are like making things happen and like really active, cool environments in different ways. But I think just sort of the very specific feel of LA is um, it's very friendly that way. And it's just sort of like the, the nature of it is, is uh, just right. You know, I I don't know how else to put it. Like, it's just very, yeah, it's easy to get out and, uh, and get active. And I think the nature of it is just very fun, you know? And you chose Santa Monica out of all the areas in LA. Was that because we're close to the beach and why not Venice? Like why Santa Monica? 
Well, there's a couple things. Like, of course, there's the whole everything is different on paper and on Google Maps. So the whole plan is to start in Santa Monica and feel out different neighborhoods. So I may move around. Um, right now, I'm in sort of a shorter term situation, just like three monthlies. This switches month to month. Found a place I love in downtown Santa Monica, but I'm like, I'm you know, I need to feel out the neighborhoods first. Um, yeah, that's smart. So yeah, because all right, so. <laughs> It, at first, I was going to go downtown L.A. because I'm like, yeah, subway, you know, coming from the East Coast. I'm like, I want to be by a subway stop. <laughs> and everyone's like, are you? No, no, that no, just no. <laughs> it doesn't work in L.A. No, that's so, not a thing yeah, here. Exactly. Everybody says it. It seems like it's growing and getting better. And I'd love to see it continue to grow and get better. But but yeah, for now, I have a car. Santa Monica and Venice are pretty bikeable. Um, so I try to just ride my bike everywhere around here. But yeah, I still have a car and the plan is, yeah, to start here, branch out. So it's easy to get around locally and it's easy to yeah get to the beach. And then my plan was to sort of just like spiral out and uh, go from here. Hey there, I'm Kyle Brastrom. I'm the CEO of Dive Chat, the founder of Crescendo Studio, putting together LA Tech Week and also the co-organizer of Adventure House, an incredible co-living community for Gen Z startup entrepreneurs. I am based in La Brea. Yeah, so these co-living communities are absolutely incredible because you're facilitating this college-esque experience post-college. So you're getting, you're, you're surrounded by other people building, you're surrounded by other people that are matching your energy. I think what's so unique and special about co-living is that each house has its own thesis. And so, you know, I, I remember talking about co-living to one of my mentors and he's like, oh, we just call that having a bunch of roommates. And I'm like, it's, it's really not though, because there's a thesis behind each house. So the thesis of, you know, Habitat is going to be completely different from the thesis of Launch House, which is different than the thesis of Adventure House and, and, and so on and so forth. And so you can really find a house that matches your vibe and your culture where you're at in life as well. Some of these houses are about, you know, the stage of life you're at, whereas others are your industry and others are uh, what you like to do for fun. And so I, in general, am just so, so bullish on the concept of co-living. It's so addicting. Everyone that does it, everyone that tries it, you know, absolutely loves it because you have so many uh, kind of amazing opportunities presented to you. And you're also able to just really build everyone else in the house up. So everything that I've done with LA Tech Week has been enabled by being in a co-living house because the first dinner, the reason it blew up is because everyone retweeted it inside our house immediately and they engaged with the tweet and they helped push it and share it with friends. Uh, all the events that we've thrown, it's, it's not me doing it, it's our house coming together, you know, all of us cleaning up the house, you know, going and, and getting the different supplies for the events, promoting, et cetera. And so, you know, it's just such a simple, simple, such a simple thing really, but at the end of the day, it's just, you know, the sum is so, so far greater than the parts that make it up. And co-living is is that in the most extreme environment. You know, you, you're literally with these people 24-7, essentially. Uh, you know, you're going out with them on the weekends. You're staying in with them on the weekdays. And then you're grinding together during the day. And there's nothing quite like it. I've traveled to over 100 countries visiting tech cities around the world and co-working spaces and co-living. I've been to all of them. I feel so blessed to have experienced the culture. And you're right that it is such an accelerator. And it's so unfortunate that for whatever reason, it didn't catch on before. But yeah, it's very cool. And so that leads into Adventure House, which is yours. And we still have more chapters to get to in this conversation because you're doing so many things. But let's flow into Adventure House. How is Adventure House different than the other launch houses popping up and like what will your specialty be so our initial thesis of our house was it was during the pandemic and and what i realized is that you know we want to go somewhere remote where we can you know comfortably 
essentially what a co-living house also did during the pandemic was it was a bubble. So you're only seeing these people. You're not interacting with people outside of the house. So you can still be very social amidst a, you know, massive worldwide pandemic. And so we actually did our first house out in Utah uh, near Zion National Park. And so our thesis was basically, you know, work hard, play hard in the best way. So six days a week, we would just grind our you know, com, you know butts off, our asses off. And, and then one day a week, we would take off and, and, and go on adventures. So we would rent a boat on Lake Powell. We would rent ATVs in St. George, you know, go skiing, whatever it was. And it was just this amazing balance of like, I'm doing the best work I've ever done in my career. These six days are so productive. And then letting loose in the most genuine way on that you know, day off with the people that you enjoy being around. So, you know, for us, it's, it's now being in L.A., obviously a little bit different than being in, in rural, rural Utah in the middle of the wilderness. But the same the same thesis is there of we're going to work, work extremely hard during the week. We're all builders. We're all working on various startups. But one day, at least a week, you know, really let loose, really get out and explore. And, and you know, adventure is such a, you know, generic word. But I love that because an adventure in, in Utah was, again, a hike. But an adventure in L.A. could be us going and exploring a new neighborhood inside the town that we haven't been to. It could be uh, going to Joshua Tree, you know, and, and going to a national park and going hiking. It can be a little bit of everything. And I think that's part of what makes LA so special is, you know, one weekend you're in Malibu, one weekend you're in Joshua Tree, one weekend you're, you know, in downtown, you're at USC, you're at UCLA. You're just, it's, there's so much going on. There's so many different types of exciting adventures to be had. I'm Jessica Chang. I'm the CEO and co-founder of WeCare. We are an early childcare marketplace. I'm based in Mar Vista, Los Angeles. Yeah, so, you know, did a lot of tech stuff in college. And then I did a lot of finance because that was kind of the thing to do when you graduate out of the business school. You're like, hey, like, what are you going to do? I'm going to go into finance, become an investment banker, hopefully make enough money to pay off student loans. So spent a number of years in finance. And then you know, what really kind of got me back in was this was right after like the financial crisis. I was exhausted, working countless hours and really not getting much out of it. Had a great background, but I thought I was like, I really wanted to do something myself. And at that time, tech was doing pretty well. So that's actually how I went into technology. And then after I kind of got the entrepreneur bug of working in startups, I stayed in it. And really what ended up making me a founder was actually kind of more personal, right? I was doing, you know, real estate tech companies, healthcare tech companies, always loving to be in tech, but never a founder. And then I ended up actually getting pregnant. And then I realized how hard it was to find childcare, like really, really hard, probably harder than like, I was literally pulling like all nighters getting super stressed out because I was like, there's nothing open. And I remember telling my husband this and I was like, there's literally nothing open. And if I'm going to go back to work, I'm not going to have any childcare. It's just not going to happen. And I remember talking to him about it and he was like, oh, maybe we have to like quit our job. Like one of us has to quit our job. And I was like, well, I don't want to quit my job. <laughs> and that was kind of weighing really heavy on me because I was like, I've never been put in a situation where I had to really be like, I don't have a choice. It's either my family or my career. And that's actually what was the trigger point. I was like, okay, someone's got to solve it. And I think I can be the one to solve it. And that's actually how I became a founder of WeCare. What does your day-to-day -day look like, especially now? What does your pandemic day-to-day -day look like? I feel like I'm juggling everything in the air and hoping that something doesn't fall through the crack. So I've got two kids. So both my kids are really young. One's a toddler and one's a preschooler, essentially. And, you know, 
my day-to-day is getting woken up at like 6 a.m. in the morning by one of my kids jumping onto our bed. <laughs> that just naturally happens. Really cute, but like lack of sleep. <laughs> and then it's about, you know, both my kids are going to We Cares. So, you know, this is, I'm a true believer of my own product. So, and then the day, like both my kids are in a We Care and that actually creates a lot of stability for both my husband and myself who are like working super hard during this period of time. But we wake up at 6 a.m., we get the kids ready for school. And that's usually just a mad rush of like, oh my God, you got to have breakfast. Got to make sure you have lunch and then make sure you're dressed. Wear your socks. <laughs> it's a lot of that. And then, you know, sending them to school. And then, you know, that gives us peace and quiet afterwards. So after that, we're spending, you know, a couple of hours just working on our day. Like my day is usually like, as soon as the morning, like I start, I get my cup of coffee and I get flooded by emails from the night before. And I'm like, when do people have time to write these emails? Or I get Slack messages. So I'm like, okay, got to spend some time getting those through the door. And then I'm just working on what I would consider like high level strategy ideas, talking to potential, some of our enterprise clients, making sure that they're happy. They always like to hear from the CEO, give some priority kind of parts. And then catching up with my team, making sure that they have everything that they need to be successful for the day or the week. Usually <laughs> by the time afternoon comes around, I probably forget about eating. So I'm like scrambling through my refrigerator to see what I can make off of like 10 minutes. And then it's kind of back to doing that same thing. And then around, I would say about 4.30, that's when I get my kids from school. They're a little bit hectic and we're trying to continue to work to around six or seven. They got to get food in their mouth, got to get a bath. They're out to sleep by 8.30 and then... Most of the time, me and my husband are back at work again after 8.30. But sometimes if we're lucky, we actually have some time to ourselves. So then it's like a nice bottle of wine and some Netflix and that's the day. (laughs) The We Are LA Tech podcast is hosted and produced by me, Esprit Devora. With help from Janice Geronimo. Edited by... Corey Jennings. Production and voiceover by Adam Carroll. Music from Jay Huffman Live and Epidemic Sound. The We Are LA Tech podcast is a wearetech.fm production. Thank you for being a listener of the We Are LA Tech podcast. To support and collaborate with the community, become an MVL Most Valuable Listener at wearelatech.love. Linked in the show notes.